What is up? Thank you for sticking around with us on the pod. We are walking on and we are talking on the big tentpole event. I know the NFL's back, but honestly, the biggest event in the sports world this weekend has to be UFC 253 taking place at Fight Island. And joining me, probably the most qualified guy in the borough of Brooklyn to discuss it. <laughs> We've got a great comedian. He's an instructor at Williamsburg MMA. He's got a great series, Nihilift. Say hello to Diego Lopez. Hey. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me, Joel. You're a good friend and uh, a very great comedian as well. I was all right. I, 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 got, <laughs> I, got, I got in the gym with you one time. Mm-hmm. It was intriguing. I, I need to get back. I need to learn. I've been doing Pilates, so I think Ooh, I'm ready. That's great. Pilates was a boxer. Yeah, it was a New York City yeah. boxing trainer. Yeah. And like people equate it as like, oh, it's a workout for women. No, it's a workout for everybody. Yeah. I didn't have a body till I got started doing Pilates. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very sick. If I had more time, I would do that. Yeah, but you, you're working out on your on your roof. Working you're on my sharing roof. the videos. You're telling truths about life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and congratulations. I see you got a 100-pound strongman dung. Oh, dumbbell. dude, yeah. I was so psyched. I, I, was, I, I found a 100-pound vintage big strongman dumbbell it took me a while to get home but i got it there were you on your bike did you get i was walking i was walking i just shouldered it and walked for a while every couple of blocks I had to switch shoulders but the people were just looking at it and you're like wow look at that badass yeah yeah people him. were impressed with me sweating profusely <laughs> that's how new forms of exercise get yeah. developed you might be the new pilates yeah he's like you just carry a weight all day you just take it around with you like a pet it's great. Yeah. You get stronger. Yeah, it's the man man's Tamagotchi. <laughs> so, okay, UFC 253 is this weekend. Yeah. The main event will be at like 12:30 in the morning, I'm sure. <laughs> they've been doing they've been doing a good job of uh, of adjusting it a little bit. They've had a couple fight cards starting at main card starting at 8 instead of 10, and that's been a godsend. That's been amazing because like I love being able to not watch UFC until tomorrow. And, it's and like I, a fun line not to cross. And I know you're a big fan. Do you watch the pregame fights too on ESPN before the? Pay-per-view? Oh yeah, if I'm home, I'll watch the entire thing. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch the the prelims and I'll I'll watch the main card and I'll just piss on myself just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, you got you love it so much you turn into Howard Hughes. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. How it goes. My fingernails get long. <laughs> yeah, so I, I started like I work for the Props Network and like Connor Larson. He's done a lot of great blogs. He's a good friends with Donnie. So I Don- hear a lot about him. Yeah. Yeah, Donnie. You know when he can get a word out, it's usually about Connor. But um, <laughs> you know, I've been be- I've been watching a lot more UFC. Yeah. I've been betting a little bit more. So if I'm watching Saturday, I know a lot of people they want to watch. Adesanya versus Costa and like mm-hmm. a lot of people have to be interested the dude who did that somewhere over the rainbow cover is in, <laughs> in the octagon <laughs> like interesting weird turn of events for this guy how do you because I, I wonder because people will text me every week asking me who I think is going to win and then they'll be like thanks I'm going to bet on this I'm like oh no I, I wouldn't I didn't suggest that I just because fighting is so difficult to bet on I find it I don't know if it's more or less than more difficult than like major sports like football or baseball have you felt is it similar well, there. If you're wrong, you really pay the price. With okay. Fighting, okay. I feel like the lines are very steep. So like Costa, he's a plus one fifty favorite. But to make it, Costa's the favorite. Costa's the underdog. Under- so, okay. Oh, Jesus. You know, Adesanya, you have to bet one hundred and eighty-two dollars to get a hundred dollars back. So that's steep. Right. So when I bet UFC, I'm usually going parlays, sure things, or maybe like. A, taking a flyer on like a knockout or a second round exit. That's oh, the way to do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know very little about about betting. That's okay. We're he- I'm here to take your knowledge and convert it to the masses. I love it. <laughs> I love the masses. <laughs> okay, so Costa Adesanya, as is like a layman, what do I need to know about this fight? 
it's a simple kind of matchup between uh, technician versus, for lack of a better word, brute force. Given Paul Costa does have decent striking when he's hitting mitts, like he has okay boxing and he kicks occasionally, but his goal is to back you up against the fence and just wail on you. He, he a lot of very few straight line punches, big hooks, big hooks to the body, but he's gonna just wear you down if you if you're stationary, which is unfortunately not what Adesanya does. Adesanya is a, a technician with great movement, great footwork, evasive movement. He does a lot of stance switching, which means he goes from orthodox to southpaw a lot. So like he, it's it's very difficult to catch him um, overreacting defensively because you don't know how he's going to react sometimes. And when you're fighting someone, a lot of times you're betting on their defenses to open up something other behind it. With Adesanya, he's, he's so kind of tricky and, and, and difficult to problem solve. It's a hard fight. Um, whenever, I see, whenever I try to uh, think about how a fight's going to kind of play out, what I do is I look at their record and who have they fought that's similar to that person. In the same way I'm sure a basketball team does... Um, with Paulo Costa, he fought Uri Hall, who's vaguely similar to Adesanya. He's tricky, kind of has a Taekwondo background, and he decimated Uri Hall. On the other hand, uh, Adesanya fought Kevin Gastelum, and he kind of had a hard time with Gastelum, even though Gastelum is smaller. So there's a weird, like, on paper, I'd be like, oh, it's easily, Adesanya's the better fighter, but it doesn't mean the better fighter wins. Yeah, and it's kind of like, you have, there's so many variables, yeah. and, like, if I were to watch a fight with you, just you and me, I would want to just black out the upper bodies, just talk about the footwork with yeah. you. Yeah, Because that's where success stems from. So you're saying, you know, if you look at the history of these guys fighting, maybe you want to take an eye at Costa. Yeah, I, th- I think... Because I am a, a big fan of Adesanya. I think MMA diehards really enjoy what he's able to do in, in the cage. But he also like attracts like people that don't know anything because he's, he's a, lot of, a lot of the things he does are very flashy. And then that people go, oh, that's cool. I like him. But then they don't see the like that is, has a phenomenal jab. You know, like the simple, th- the little things he does really, really well as well. And it's like it's easy to get kind of uh, starstruck with the fanciness of it. Um, but it's it's no picnic fighting Costa. He's a, a terrifying person. So is Adesanya kind of like the Kawhi Leonard of MMA? Yeah, like, a little bit. People know Kawhi Leonard. He has this amazing last second shot versus the Sixers. Really, that's the most technically sound guy to play the sport in 25 right. years. Yeah, yeah. He's known for these like big things, but it's like if you just watch him like hit mitts it's like he's fucking perfect like it's really nice watching him hit strike and like not try to get knockouts just like pick you apart um but the thing the, the unlike what he has the, from what i know about Kawhi is like he is very charismatic and <laughs> he has the it factor and he's a very he's a star he's fully a star and it's so fun to see someone move from because I knew about him when he was a, a kickboxer. Like I, I, heard, I watched and his he fights. Transitioned. And he transitioned. Like, people don't realize like the level it takes to get to the to UFC. Yeah. Like it, this, it kind of entered the culture at the same time, and it was like, oh, there's UFC, there's Bellator, mm-hmm. and like UFC is the top of such yeah. a multi-rung ladder. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They they do a really good job of buying up competition, so they <laughs> so they stay at the top. Bellator's been doing a really good job. Why? I really love that UFC like reality show. Oh, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? What happened? They took a hiatus, basically. Okay. Um, what they're doing now is called Dana White's Contender Series. Mm. What well, kind of fe- it kind of feels like a like a pitbull, like a 
uh, what are they called? Like a, a mill, like a puppy mill, yeah. a little bit, because like they don't have to pay them very much, and they're getting a lot of fights out of these guys. Oh, that's a puppy mill. <laughs> yeah, it's a puppy mill. It fully feels like a puppy mill. Yeah, and they put on those shows on Wednesday nights. And they put on them on like Wednesday ESPN night? proprietary broadcast. It, like it's brand synergy projected exactly. as a product. So they they put a little more effort into that, but I uh, the but. From to my knowledge, from what I remember, it is coming back. Yeah, and I think they kind of uh, uh, Israel kind of wants to be one of the coaches. From what I heard, I don't I know exactly for sure, but it's a great show, and it, it's the reason the UFC survived. That first fight, uh, Ultimate Fighter versus uh, Forrest Griffin versus uh, Stephen Bonner, is the reason the UFC oh survived. Oh my goodness! Because it was on Spike TV, which fucking dudes love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dudes love number Spike. one, bro. I think that was in every bumper Spike TV. <laughs> hey, if you're watching this, you're a man. Nice cock, bro. <laughs> um, like millions of people saw it, so like it just made people fall in love with the MMA. So hopefully, it is coming back because it is very fun to see the people, the fighters, like be themselves in the house, even though they are. It is kind of like real, real worldy, where like yeah. specifically driven crazy to for our entertainment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's it, a fun show, and it does seem unfair that you want to channel your your passion, something you dedicate your life to, into a reality show. Right, and I say that as someone who's auditioned for Last Comic Stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not the same. And I also I, I I a little I need a little tip. So I've never been in a fight. Mm-hmm. So like, what's like the first couple things that I should look for? for what do you mean look for? <laughs> do you want to start a fight? Do you want to avoid a fight? Do you want to win a fight that might happen uh, unexpectedly? I think avoid and win unexpectedly. Okay. Avoid ma- distance management. Okay. So if you distance feel like management, if you feel like there's someone has a fucking <laughs> attitude or you're like, oh, this doesn't feel right, yeah. create distance. You want to stand outside of their punching range. Okay. And Unlikely that, uh, someone's going to throw a kick. jump in for brand synergy just like Dana White. If there is a fighter I can forward these tips to on Saturday <laughs> night, who is that? <laughs> um, Diego Sanchez. Send it to him. Um, so if you want to win a fight unexpectedly, right. I would say learn how to throw a heavy leg kick. Leg kick. Most people, when they're in a street fight, it's going to be overhand right. That's just what's going to happen. Right, all the time. So if you throw a leg kick, not only further away from them, it displays <laughs> prowess. Hell Next. yeah. If you leg kick someone hard, they're going to go, nah, fuck this. Right, because they're yeah. expecting a punch. Yeah. Cut to the next episode. Hey, why is Brian kicking people? I don't know. <laughs> he he hasn't watched a lot of soccer. I don't know who got in his head about that. <laughs> he pulled a banana tree in here to beat up. It's <laughs> a Muay Thai joke for everyone. Bam. Kick. Uh, Okay, thank you, thank you. I need it, then. dude. I love fighting tips. <laughs> it's all I think about is fighting. So you, you talk about Diego Sanchez, and just from a cursory following this sport for three months, reading about this pay per view, <laughs> why are they letting this guy fight? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Especially because during the last card, Dana said that he both wants to talk to Donald Cerrone about retiring and Tyron Woodley about retiring, but Diego Sanchez just keeps ruining his brain. He is following a cult leader. A full insane person is his coach. Who can we get a background of this cult, please? Uh, it's called the oh my god, what's his? Uh, I think the gym is called the something of movement, the Academy of Movement, something like that. Yeah. It's insane. The coach is an idiot. I fully will say that on television. I don't give a fuck. I think he's <laughs> such a dope. He chased around fighters with a knife in a cage. He doesn't know shit about what? fighting. Yeah, he's a full cult leader. Uh, I think they do weird stuff. Yeah. Um, but Diego Sanchez, I really don't know. Uh, why he's still fighting in the UFC. I would understand if they kind of let him go, but mm. he is part of that first Ultimate Fighter house, yeah. which is insane he's still fighting. I know. That was 45 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one, I think, to my knowledge, the only one fighting. Like, it's, like, it, it's okay to hang it up. Like, dude, it's okay. hang it up. It's fine. Um, yeah, but what are the post-career 
post-fighting careers for UFC it's fighters, very it's being a judge on The Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> Not even that. It's, 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 it's very little. You, you get to open a gym. Right. You get to have a very big Instagram and sell shit that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just like weird powders and stuff. And then you get to do Tito Ortiz and then maybe run for Senate or some shit, whatever. He's trying to be the mayor of uh, Huntington Beach. Motherfucker can't even talk. <laughs> Yeah, but that might appeal in Huntington Beach. Yeah, it's People a great point. Just, yeah. Ah, fuck, you're right. <laughs> this guy talks like me. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> okay, so we know the human rights violation on this card. <laughs> we know the main event on this card. Yeah. As a coach, what excites you most on this pay-per-view? What match do you want to see? Oh, the the Israel versus Paul Costa is the fight I really want to watch. That one, it's, to me, I really enjoy when there is basically... The fear of power versus the fear of technical proficiency mm -hmm. because they're both trying to get away with something. And it's like, to me, what Israel has to do is have a gun pointed to his head and pick his pocket. That's what that type of fight is like. And I just find that so impressive when you can still do it. For Costa, he has to cut off the cage. He has to keep his lateral movements sharp and try and keep Israel against the cage and just hope he lands a big one, which looking back at, Israel's fight against Yoel Romero is going to be a tough call, a, a tough order, because Israel has a better chin than I think people would assume someone who fights like that does. Usually very technical fighters don't have a great chin, but Israel has proven that he does. So he's well-rounded. So let's walk through a couple of the other yeah, yeah, yeah. things on the card. Dominic Reyes versus Jan, 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 Jan Blakovitz. Yeah, um, none of that was right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the correct pronunciation? It's, uh, it's Jan Blachowicz, I think it is. Jan Blachowicz, and someone with the name Walkowski, I'm, I'm sorry. Can someone <laughs> look up the, the article about Jan uh, with a noose? He does something in the woods with a noose before his fights. I can't remember what it was. What? Okay. Yeah it's, the, yeah, it's insane. Anyway, very good fight. Yeah, also, he, he's just a big fan of Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, John Jones gave up the title. It's not going to be John Jones or an interim title for the first time in what eight years? I think was when he won it. Like it's it's insane that this finally is is, is the the you look weight to class. You to affirm that fact. Like I didn't mispronounce it. <laughs> so, eight years, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> Um, but I thought Reyes beat John Jones in their first fight. Jan Lahowicz, a very good fighter, a powerful striker, not the most dynamic or athletic fighter in the world, but terrifying in his own right. Um, his knockout of Luke Rockhold, even though I think Luke was a little over the hill, showed that he was willing to kind of stand and bang with people, which is a part of your arsenal you need to survive against, uh, you know, top level opponents in the UFC because everyone hits hard. Some people just hit superhumanly hard. Yeah. Um, and Reyes is a big favorite in this fight, but it seems like Jan is like maybe the hottest fire in UFC. Like he's won four bonuses in his last six fights. Is wow. that like historically significant? It's big. I mean, win winning that many bonuses, that few fights, that's big. Only people like Justin Gaethje or like, um, oh man, what was his name back in the day? Just Joe Lozon would win a bunch of, because he just go for broke kind of a thing. But like that's a lot of bonuses. That's is there, amazing. Is there one award for fight per <clears throat> per event or two? To my remember, they changed it a while ago where it used to be like submission of the night, knockout of the night, fight of the night, and they didn't like that, so they changed it to I think performance of the night and fight of the night. And there might be two two performances. I can't remember. It's so hard mm. to keep up with them. Um, and is it gendered like? No. There's a women. Okay, so they're level playing. Field. It's level playing field because sometimes they're like one women's fight and just like well one of them gets immediately bonus which hey i'm for it fuck it um 
But here's the pre-fight pre ritual. Includes touching rope from hanged man he found in forest. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Jan Blahovich does that. You know, my first... <laughs> so, so, like, so he, took it, he took the rope off the man? I think he took the rope off the man and took okay. it home. I would personally <laughs> contact the authorities by different <laughs> strokes for different folks. Like, yeah. oh, this is going to motivate me yeah. at my job. What a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. We applaud Jan Blahovich, but yet we, we kind of ruin Logan Paul's career. That's not fair. <laughs> Two of the great fighters going right Two of the now. best blonde fighters I can think of. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jan, Jan's one of those guys, it's like, at any moment in the fight, no matter how it's been going, yeah. one overhand can change everything. Damn. But I really like Reyes' movement. His boxing is really good. He's a little dynamic where, like, at one point, he might just throw a question mark kick or a spinning back, like a spinning back fist. Like, it's just enough that the person he's fighting has to stay on their toes in terms of calculating what is uh, plausible, which is, as a fighter, is exhausting. Having to think of, like, okay, well, they might throw this one weird thing out. I have to stay a little bit conscious of that. Um but I, I assume Reyes, if I had to bet on it, uh, I would say Reyes is probably going to win by uh, unanimous decision. Ooh, going, by going decision. the whole way. Yeah, I don't think he's going to finish him. Okay. I think he's going to pick him apart. Nice. Okay, so let's look. Reyes by, by decision. That's plus 300 odds. Not bad. Oh, all right. Oh, sorry. I messed up the page. Brian, say something cute. Um, I got a good chin. Uh, <laughs> You've never been in a fight. <laughs> but I feel like I have a good chin. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what most people say. <laughs> the weird thing about fighting, like I get, because I train a bunch of comedians, like you came, I've trained a bunch of comedians at this point. Yeah. And I've sparred a bunch of them. Mm. And what's fun is watching them realize both simultaneously that they're not unbreakable, yeah. but they're also not made of glass. Mm. It's this weird middle ground they found, which is just reality. Yeah. Um, it's really fun to like get to, Expose that? someone that it's you a reality. You could just in their in their in your hands. They're just goo to you. Yeah, you know that's yeah. that's great. Yeah, it's it, fun because you as the teacher and uh, the what it way it feels and how you talk is like you're a great teacher. Thank you. So to sh- just sprinkle some of your teaching on people, it probably just goes a lot of way. Just like physically, mentally, mm-hmm. how they carry themselves during the day. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, let's fingers cross the goal. Sprinkling some of your teaching on people. That's why a lot of people in my school district were arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so what about this? I'm not going to get this pronunciation right. I'm sorry. Hakeem Dawuda versus Zuvera Tukov. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's one of those fights where I'm like, I've seen a little bit of both of them. Yeah. Um, Hakeem is like one of those guys to what I remember is just like game as fuck is willing to kind of throw, uh, eat two to take one kind of thing, which I don't love, but he's he also has a, le- a little bit of like striking prowess where like he's like, he looks, he, like he plays it, like it looks like it's like, I'm going to eat two to take one, but he doesn't eat two. He just kind of like is around two punches, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, the other guy, I can't remember the last fight I watched him fight, but it's a thing where it's like, I at this point, I've seen so many fights and so many fighters. It's I see someone's face and my brain goes yes or no in terms of like, do I like how they fight right. or do I not like how they fight? Not do I like them as a person or their political. It's like, just do I like what they do inside the cage? And when I remember him, I don't love it, but yeah. it's not. it's just because it's a little... Uh, yeah, and some pro- some props on some stats on the props network say he's never had a takedown. So he's never had a takedown. Never. He's just a striker. Wow. And that Tukov, like That's t- Connor says, Tukov can wrestle and strike, and his versatility will give him the dub. Okay, but that's what's weird about MMA right now is like MMA. 
it's a lot like fashion where things go in and out of, of fad and out of trend and some people stop doing things. Socks. Like Birkenstocks. <laughs> They're back, baby. Put them on. Put some socks on with them. We're um, bookending this episode so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. I walked into a joke. Um, but like at this stage, what MMA really is, it's counter wrestling kickboxing. Mm. That's what it is. Because n- people want to be as entertaining as possible to the most people as possible. And most people understand sh- that being punched in the face is bad. Most people don't understand that getting single-legged and then switched is not great. So it's like, it, it, it's just for the masses what, what's most entertaining. So like right now, if you're just a decent striker with good counter-wrestling, Israel Asanya, you kind of can become a big name pretty quick and get a lot of opportunities if you, if you win. I'm not saying that you just get them because of that's your style, but... Um, in, in individual sports, like you, you, there is a correlation between your personal earnings and the amount of interest you draw among your fan base. Mm. So as people kind of like put themselves out there v- via their personal brands, like Instagram and stuff yeah. like that, has that influenced the way fights are fought in the UFC? Not how they're fought. I think there, it's more a lot of times how the person carries themselves in interviews, and then it, that just gets more attention to how they fight. Some fighters. Um, have definitely leaned on certain parts of their skill set to get more attention. Um, like Jones is a wrestler, but like a lot of wrestlers, Justin Gaethje being, a, I think, the prime example, he's a phenomenal wrestler. Well, he's going against Khabib this week, right? Yeah. Uh, is it this week? No, it's next month. I don't know. It's, it's happening. Uh, he does zero wrestling. He does zero takedowns. He's a phenomenal wrestler. He's a fine... Like, if you were to show me Justin Gaethje hitting mitts, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. But he kills people because mm. he just doesn't back down. He has d- gameness like crazy and hits hard as fuck. Throws leg kicks from punching range. It doesn't make any sense, but he just is successful because he's just being... His true voice comes out in fighting. It's just very, very uh, uh, beautiful for me to see that. Wow. Well put. I like that. I like that sentiment. I think Brian and I both. Yeah, I was. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they just turn you on. Appreciation <laughs> for these fighters grew three times. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, dude. Fighting is sick, dude. Yeah. Okay. So we know what the best fight is going to be, which is the main event. That's great. What's the worst fight going to be? What's over in one round this week? Ooh, over in one round. Yeah. Because I mean, if we're let betting, me see the line. Do you have the lineup of the fights again? Because this is one of those fights where I'm like, co-mains, fantastic. Everything else, I kind of forgot about. Okay, so we have Young versus Klein. We have Knight versus Kamur. Riddell versus De Silva. Oh, that one might. De Silva might. Uh, that might be an okay thing to. to De Silva's an underdog. He's plus two fifty. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, all right. That's that's a very good reaction for Diego. <laughs> that <like> might. <laughs> that be one of those things where I'm like, I just like how they fight, and I think I believe in them as in their future. But stylistically, I I don't know who who makes the odds. Um, I mean, every casino or every sports book has their own odds makers and every, every place has their own lines, mm-hmm. which is why a place like the props net where you can go on, you can shop for the li- different lines. Oh, among. that's like smart. We, we offer, we tell you all the variety and we can give you your best bonus. And if you go to BetMGM, official sports book of the Detroit Lions, you can get a deposit match with the code walk on 20. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> See, cause to me. If the person who's making the odds doesn't know anything about fighting, which I think is they probably wouldn't do that, that'd be insane. It's just it's just strange to me to be like, do you fight? Like, do you? It has to. You have to have some information there. Yeah. It can't just be like. I think you got to break down like hits. Like I don't I don't know how you yeah, like take down take well, down hits yeah. and try to put Cage it control. into like one of those computers. You well, know? Yeah. <laughs> Sabermetrics are everywhere in sports. What metrics matter in UFC? 
Well, it depends, oddly enough, what state you're in, because a lot of times rules kind of vary a little bit. Um, but on most Fight Island, where there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, my friend is there cornering my friend Ryan, and he's talking. He like posted about like the things he's not allowed to do, and he's like, "If you post the f word while you're there, you will get fined." What? Which is insane, Ryan. What's up, Ryan Kim? Um, <laughs> he's a really good coach. But what are the other Fight Island rules? Can we? I can't remember. He posted something about like, uh, man, was it nudity or something? Which is like, you know, can't really be nude anywhere. Uh, but it's like it's like the the penalty is like really bad. Like yeah. it's like hand. Um, <laughs> yeah, the things you attack aren't just for fighters; they're for the local municipalities. So <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but like in a fight, the things that matter are uh, aggression, cage control. Um, depends on what else. Uh, what's the other thing that they say? Because it's not like damage, which is weird. They don't say damage. Because you don't, there's no way to gauge it's how very an individual difficult. takes that. Like, which here's the funny thing, if uh, let's say a a white guy is fighting a black guy, if the white guy, because he's gonna show impact more and he'll get red, they'll count that. Like I've noticed that they count that a little more sometimes, and it's like it's just because it shows. Like a red welt on a white, uh, like on a, a, a leg, is like, oh, you got leg kicked. Remembering that, and they'll, they'll like make a little more note of it. Whoa! Um, and just yes. my experience of twelve years watching MMA and fighting MMA, and that's not anything bad. I, uh, I'm really excited about. That. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna fucking do it. It's that. amazing <laughs> that you want to fight because on we did a little episode when you weren't here with uh, Tomas from the National Karate Team. Yeah. Yeah. And just for shits and giggles, I was trying to start a fight between you two. Oh, interesting. And oh, that's why. I think I, I got him going. So if you want to fight, unfortunately, he is a black guy. Yeah. So uh, oh, that, that, I have no advantage, but my chin might be better. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's karate. He won't find it. Um, All right. Should we go out on that high note? Beautiful. Um, I had a lot of fun talking UFC with you. If there's one crazy thing you think might happen this Saturday, would you share it with us now? Yeah, I think Adesanya might throw a flying knee. Okay. Ooh, I love switch, when I switch see those. Yeah. When I see those, I'm like, th- this is like, and it and it lands. Yeah. Because Paulo rushes in. He yeah. wants close distance, and Israel's done it before. I've seen. I seen in, in kickboxing. He's thrown flying knees. He's not afraid of it. He's good at it. So it, it'd be a switch flying knee, not the one because Jorge did like a running. I th- I think that this is one where Costa's going to close the distance and he's going to walk into a knee. And mm. will you put that con- that achievement in context for me? Like, is that is that common? Is that the oh, it's very or? difficult to land. It's 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 both uh, timing of a movement towards you and timing of your progression up. Uh, it'd be like, um, geez, it'd be like when someone is facing away from the a hoop and they throw it over their head. And they make it. It's in that world, I think, of yeah, difficulty. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm going to look for the flying neons. And other than that, I'm <laughs> going to be all in on Jake Matthews. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Dementia is a hell of a thing to combat. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything you want to plug before you get out of here? Oh, I have a podcast with my best friend. It's called A Little Time Podcast. Check it out. Yeah, great podcast, Thanks, and uh, Micah Brucey, even he tweeted about Bryson DeChambeau this week. So <laughs> if we're, he's reaching Brooklyn Vegans, golf has its crossover star. Yeah, dude, hell and yeah. we do on the walk-on, thanks to Brian Allen Mitchell. Woo. Thank you, Brian. Diego was Thank great. You, Diego. Randy so was great. And then Brian, the chin line was a star-making performance. Uh, you're welcome, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back Monday. My picks will be out on Friday. We're trying a fun new style. I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed making them. This is Joel Wachowski for the Props Network signing off.